what's clear that people only smoke, say, one, one, two, three cigarettes a day. That instead of having that risk that's one twentieth compared to somebody who smokes twenty a day, it's much higher than one twentieth, and it lo looks to be about forty, fifty percent from coronary heart disease and stroke. That was Alan Hackshaw, professor of epidemiology at University College London. He and his colleagues have published a new systematic review and meta-analysis on bmj.com examining the risk of smoking just one or two cigarettes a day. Earlier, he joined me in the studio to discuss. So the research that you've done is looking at um, low cigarette consumption, one or two cigarettes mm. a day, and the risk of cardiovascular disease. So coronary heart disease and stroke. Um, but I want to start by talking about risk and, and how people think about um, the risk of smoking and, and the way that that changes with the amount that you that you actually consume. Yeah, of course. So obviously there's two ways of thinking about risk, linear and, mm. and non-linear. Um, and linear, uh, in this case, uh, you say this is how uh, it seems a lot of the general population think about it. Mm. That if you have, you know, one cigarette, your risk is so much, and then if you have twenty, it's twenty times as much. That's it. Um, how that, you know, how many people think that? Is that really embedded in in the way that that we think about? Um, um, yes, I think I think that's the case. And other people think and there, there, there was there were surveys done on smokers. Um, and which also showed that there are those who think that their risk is substantially reduced by cutting down a lot. Um, occasionally, some studies showed that even if they smoke only a couple, they think they have no risk whatsoever. Mm. Um, so there is there is a general perception that smoking only a couple a day, um, or every or sporadically, carries no or very little risk at, um, whatsoever. Mm. Um, and that, as I said, that, that probably applies to cancer, but not cardiovascular disease. And I was going to say, in that, I think people associate smoking with cancer probably more than they do with cardiovascular mm. disease. So, so it's it's just using that that wrong model to to think about that's that. That's right. That's right. I mean, more more people unfortunately get heart disease or st stroke than lung cancer. So, in terms of number of uh, affected people due to smoking, it's going to be more for the cardiovascular disease and lung cancer. Mm. And, I, and I, I, I know people who are smokers, so I'm, I'm not going to put them down all the time. Um, and they, they, when they cut down, they, they think they've, they've achieved uh, um, quite a lot, and they, and, they, and they have done by doing so. The, and the other part of, of the beginning of your paper, you do say that this non-linear mm. um, kind of association between smoking and, and cardiovascular disease... We've known about this for a little while. Is that sort of new signals that are coming out, or or is this kind of a long established? It's, it's, it's come out sporadically over the years, um, almost always from an, an individual study, an individual study, um, and um, this is this this is the first time that all, all the all those studies have been combined together to give you one solid 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 piece of evidence. Uh, also, those studies have always, almost always focused on heart disease. And what we wanted to look at was stroke as well, because there was a, as a, as a hint that that was the case from some of the earlier studies. Mm. Like you say, that's why you decided to do this 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 meta-analysis. Mm. Um, how well characterised was that risk? You said there have been a few small studies. Um, you know, what's kind of the breadth of, of the studies that's right there? So, on so some studies are a few thousand, some are many thousands. They, they, they're multi-countries, so Europe, America, Australia, um, the Far East. Um, so there's quite a wide breadth of, of countries over the, over quite a few decades. So there's, and there's consistency between between them. 
Mm. Um, so as a couple of the studies did focus on looking at the effects for people who only smoked a couple, but most of the other studies, they, they were just looking at smoking per se over the whole range of smoking and what we did was f- focus specifically on those on the on the light smokers in the in those particular studies sure now um how good were those studies because obviously we're looking at um cohort studies here yeah. this is all observational data so how how you know how well collected was the data how extensive was it how you know, were people looking at sort of confounding factors, all those kind of things? I'm just wondering the, the, the quality of the... They're actually, um, the, the variable quality over the years, but the, m- m- many of them are v- very high quality. Um, the, the key thing was that they, they take a, a, a load of people um, who don't have heart disease or stroke, ask them how much they smoke, and then follow them up over many years. Um, and you can measure other factors that might explain the increase in risk, and many of the studies did do that. And you can get rid of that effect to leave you what the effect of smoking is, it's almost like it's pure effect, mm. and, that, and that's what that's what happened. In fact, when you do allow for other other factors, the, the association with light smoking is even stronger, as one would expect. As you said, you've done a systematic review, a meta-analysis of existing studies. Mm. Um, the modelling that you've done on on top of that is quite complicated, and I think that's too much to go into in a in a discussion like this. So I would encourage everyone to go online, where the paper is available for free, um, so you can go and see all the details there if that's of interest to you. But um, you've told us a little bit about this, but could you set out your sort of top line findings for us? Of course, yes. Um, so so there's what's clear that people only smoke say one one two three cigarettes a day. That instead of having that risk that's one twentieth compared to somebody who smokes 20 a day, it's much higher than a 120th. And it lo- looks to be about 40-50% from coronary heart disease and stroke. Um, and that comes as a big surprise, I think, to many smokers who've cut down, who think they who, and, and believe that at my, my risk of various things is always going to be very low. Um, and as I said before, I think that's, well, well, that seems to be the case for cancer. That's, that's not the case for um, heart disease or stroke. Mm. Um, I, it's, 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 it's quite a trend in many countries now, both here, um, Europe and America, for, for many smokers who really cannot quit at all and they think, well, I'll cut down instead. Um, and was the, the risk the same for heart disease and stroke? So it's fairly slips so are slightly higher for coronary heart disease and stroke, um, as, as we've known all along. Um, so that's what it's, it's, it's broadly around half, 40 to 50% of the risk of smoking 20 a day. Mm. Um, there was a slight difference between men and women when when these outcomes were measured. That's right. Yeah. So again, other other researchers have noticed that the risk of cardiovascular disease seems to be a bit higher in women than in men. It's not entirely clear why that why that is. Um, it could be some other characteristics that they, they they have or something they are doing that might might create that extra risk. It could be some biological mechanisms and some of the differences between men and women that might explain that. And there are various hypotheses out there, uh, which is all which is all good and well. Um, but what what seems to be the case is that people, women who smoke, t- tend to have a slightly higher risk than men. And this is this is what's quite clear when those who smoke only one or two a day. Um, and when you have people who are social smokers who go out and just have the odd cigarette mm. now and again, um, that, that has quite implications for those who think that, that what they're doing is completely harmless. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and just to pick up on, on that, uh, because the you know women are at lower risk of, of mm. um, coronary heart disease and stroke generally. Yeah, that's slightly yes, that's right. And so, does smoking then take them up to a similar it te- more it, risk? It, 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 that exactly attenuates it much more. Yes. 
Okay. Okay. Now, always with things like this, um, questions around confounding and, and stuff come in. So um, was that something you were able to adjust for, lifestyle factors? That's right, yes. Quite a few of the studies that adjust for other, other lifestyle, other things that might explain the increased risk of getting cardiovascular disease. Um, about two-thirds of the studies had adjusted for those other factors, and the, 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 the association was even clearer in, amongst those, mm. even stronger. So what does that mean for public health message or perhaps a GP who's saying um, to their patients, you know, you've, you've tried really hard to quit smoking, but you can't. At least you should be able to, to cut down. Well, the good thing about cutting down um, and, and, and cigarette smokers is terribly addictive um, is that cutting down does greatly reduce one's risk of getting cancer. Um, particularly lung cancer, and and, and that that's that's fairly reliable. Quite that's very reliable, and that's very linear. Um, so, people who smoke one a day really do have about one twentieth of the risk of lung cancer as those smoke twenty, and that's a big incentive for cutting down. Um, um, for those for cardiovascular disease, if you really want to get rid of those risks, um, and actually more people get heart disease and stroke than cancer, and there's more smoking related events like that than lung cancer for example um, the ultimate goal really is to try and cut down completely over time and use various aids to help them and there's nicotine replacement there's even e-cigarettes if one wishes obviously now uh, public health advice has come out saying that e-cigarettes can help you um, quit smoking perhaps and which is a substitution as opposed to necessarily just a a cutting down Um, do you have any data on that, or is that not within the study? Perhaps elsewhere. Well, not, is there any yeah, not, not within the study at all. I mean, there, there is there is emerging evidence about e-cigarettes and the, and the harms that they that they they may or may not have. Um, there's clearly there's there's nowhere near the amount of evidence that you have if, if, have you have for cigarette smoking. Um, and there there are people with very different views about using e-cigarettes. Um, some say that you shouldn't use them at all. Others say, well, if people really can't quit, it's 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 the next alternative rather than still sticking to smoking many a day. If you can switch from smoking many a day to smoking e-cigarettes instead, that's it's highly highly likely to be much safer than staying what sticking with the um the unusual number of cigarettes you were smoking. And it would seem that your data, the saying that the the majority of the the sort of step risk goes up um, with your first cigarette would imply that actually if you can just swap to an e-cigarette or a nicotine alternative um, that that would be worth doing well that's that was that was why I mean we mentioned we talked about e-cigarettes in the in the paper actually um, because it's, it's, it's it would seem unlikely that there's evidence yet to be obtained that even if you smoked e-cigarettes the effect on the cardiovascular system is going to be anywhere near as big as it is for card for heart disease and stroke um, so for those people who really really do find it difficult to quit um, switching cigarettes seems to be an option um, some of the long-term effects or side effects might come out in the future um, but then you're left with the situation well do you carry on smoking as you are and wait for the evidence in the future or do you take a chance and go for something that some many experts think is much much safer yeah I suppose you can't feels like it couldn't be any worse anyway <laughs> I, I think I, I can't imagine how it could be worse I and mean, there might be some side effects I mean, it has nowhere near the same number of um, bad things inside of it as cigarettes yeah, nowhere, nowhere near so I was going to say, I mean, it seems like 
There's, we've done so much research on cigarette smoking. We know how bad it is for you. Yet new studies like this come out and, and highlight yet another area um, where it's even worse than <laughs> That's we, what I mean. we thought. <laughs> it does seem all so negative, doesn't it? <laughs> um, I was just wondering, well, where next for research? Is there? Do you think that we still have unanswered questions about about smoking in cigarette smoke? Um, gosh, there's been so much on harms over the years. Um, people are probably sick of it by now. Um, I think looking looking at these alternative ways of getting people to quit, and also making sure that you don't get um, people who don't smoke at all to start smoking or doing something else similar. So the, the the last thing you want to use things like e-cigarettes for is for, is for teenagers to instead of taking up smoking, they take up that instead. Mm. Um, so that's that's a definite no no, I would suggest. Mm. Um, but in terms of looking at ways for helping people, I mean, smoking's been around for many decades now. It's not going to go away tomorrow. There's still about a fifth of people in the UK and other countries around the world that still smoke. Um, so it's it's, it's there's, a, there's a tranche of ones who just seem to have difficulty. in quitting completely you've been listening to alan hackshaw discuss the article low cigarette consumption and risk of coronary heart disease and stroke which is now available on bmj.com if you want to hear more about our research then subscribe we're on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts from rate and review us so we know what you like if you're really keen then you can find our fullback catalogue on bmj.com slash podcasts. Hundreds of episodes there, all available for free. So check that out. That's all for this episode. We'll be back soon debating whether public health should be entirely evidence-based or whether there should be some pragmatism in there. And looking at the increasing problem of homelessness in the UK. Join us then. Thanks for listening. <laughs>